0: Welcome and thank you for listening to episode 12 of Shiaspora with comedian and actor Matt Walsh. If you want to watch Matt talk about being in one of last year's Super Bowl ads, subscribe to Shiaspora on YouTube. For all show merch, head to Shiaspora.com and go follow the show on socials at Shiaspora and me at Mark Morgan Official. Thanks for listening, watching, and subscribing.
1: Welcome to O'Hare's Airports. (laughs) Plural. Green curbs for unloading and unloading only.
0: (laughs) Hello and welcome to Shy Asper, the show where we interview those who left Chicago, but Chicago never left them. Today we have a two-time Emmy-nominated actor, comedian, director. You've done pretty much everything. You've seen him in so many damn movies that all of them are some of my favorite comedies. You've seen him in The Hangover. You've seen him in Role Models. You've seen him in Ted. uh, And, of course, most recently, Veep. we got our good friend Matt Walsh, everybody.
1: First-time listener, long-time fan.
0: <laughs> Dude, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, as I was mentioning to you before, uh, I, I've talked about you a, a lot. It's kind of weird um, just because Jimmy Pardo was on this. You guys kind of were in the Chicago Center. Amazing guy. Yeah. Um, we worked together before. And then uh, Joe Nunez, I know you go – don't you go to these Bears games with him and stuff like done that? done
1: some uh, bus trips down to San Diego Stadium. Which is and- Awesome. We to Arizona with Nunez. We were in. Uh, I think we did one at Giant Stadium.
0: He's he's a great day. guy. Great guy. Yeah. Um. And I know if, I'm a big Bears fan. It, it's it's interesting when you come out here. People have their Cubs and Sox allegiances, but Bears everybody can obviously come together on. Even though it's sometimes tough unless you go to a bar to watch a game because we don't yes. always carry it. Yes. Which is interesting. You've been out here for how many years now? Fifteen years. Yeah. It's been fifteen. It's been a minute. Oh my God, I've been here. Yeah,
1: I have three kids. I love California. I love Chicago. It's awesome. Uh, went to Northern Illinois, just reconnected with my Northern Illinois roots. Met, awesome. the, met the president, not to brag, <laughs> of Northern Illinois University. I'm pretty sure he's doing more of the she, bragging. She is. Huh? She, how dare you. Freeman, Lisa
0: Freeman. Lisa Freeman, good job. Yeah, yeah she was great. That's awesome.
1: I was honored. I met a president in my old university, so I'm trying to be a better alumni.
0: But I guarantee you, for them, it's more exciting than it probably is for you. It has to be. Because they're, they're like, well, out of Northern, how many people come out of Northern? And they're like, well, that guy really did. They're a couple football players, maybe. You know who came out of Northern
1: Illinois University? Who? Joan Allen. Oh. Has she done your show? No. She seems like a pretty cool person. Okay. Well, we can we can look into that. She's a Northern grad. I was impressed that. She's pretty famous, yeah. actress.
0: Well, I was going to say though that uh, again, but most people, I, I think, a couple athletes came out of Northern Illinois. Yeah, um,
1: a couple NFL guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, otherwise it's hard. But you, you, the gem came out of that thing. Yeah, I was going to say though um, before we get into all Chicago stuff, I'm watching the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden I start cheering for a commercial, and everyone in my everyone with me is very confused. I'm like, I'm going to see that guy. He's going to be here. They're like, uh, okay, cool. I'm like, no, no, no. He's the guy with the peanut, dude. I was so proud. I don't know. I, I swear to God, I was. It's a good so, booking. Oh my God, it's a great
1: booking. He right going- post, you're the first interview post my Super oh, Bowl dude, commercial. I, am,
0: I will gladly take that. But, it's a scoop. But, yeah, yeah, you just see the little ticker at the bottom. I am so. I was so excited because it, it was just funny, right? You've done all these shows. You've done all this stuff, but once you hit that Super Bowl commercial, you made it. This that was your moment.
1: I think it is really fun to do a Super Bowl commercial just because like 100 million people That's watch That's what I was going to say. And 99 like a, million people. You have a moment of conversation with the world or whatever. <laughs> it's not your product. Just, but it is fun to be in that. Because yeah. I like watching the Super Bowl. I like watching the commercials. I Me like too. seeing uh, yeah, my friends in those commercials. That's what I was saying. It's like a fun... And- I was very proud of you. Honestly, Thank I was you. like,
0: there we go. We got nice. we got represented in Chicago. It was awesome. Uh, no, it, was, it was cool. I was just like, the guy holding the peanut. And everyone was like, okay. I'm like, no, no, no. No, you know that guy. He's the peanut. I, whatever. Anyway, it was funny. Let's go back. It's funny. I, I did a lot of research before just because I don't want to have to repeat too much of the Chicago stuff, but it was very interesting stuff. You just you did some some just regular interviews um, just online magazine stuff. And you also did WGN. And I just have to say, one of my first observations was they were so enamored by you. I, I, you, you might not have even felt it, but they're like, oh, they almost look nervous. And it reminded me of what people in Chicago think of people in LA who've made it. I don't know if you felt that, but they were like, wow, this is this is that guy. And you're like, you were so chill. It was so many. You're like, yeah, dude. I mean, I live in Toluca Lake. You might not have heard of it. And they're like, oh. It was, it was like, yeah, yeah. The valley. I don't know. It was just funny, but uh, it was it it's was sweet. A... Sure, of course it's sweet. It's yeah. great. Like yeah. you did it. Um, yeah. You grew up on the south side. Yes. Yes. Where did you start? Where did you go to school?
1: I uh, went to Duffy and then to Queen of Martyrs, which is a great Catholic school name. Queen of Martyrs, uh, right by Brother Rice and Mother Macaulay were there, and then we moved to the suburbs and we were in uh, Fairview and then Eisenhower Darien. And then Hinsdale South was my high school. Uh, and then Northern was my college.
0: When you That's... when you went through school, were you kind of say the whole time going, I'm going to do comedy. This is what I'm going to do. Or was it more of, I, I feel like I, heard, I read or heard, you were kind of the class clown for a minute. Uh,
1: I did enjoy getting attention through comedy, yes. So that has always been an interest of mine. Uh, I did get class clown in high school. Uh, I guess uh, for me, deciding to do it was when I came out of college, I was a psych major, and so I was still thinking I might do this for a living. But I was doing comedy at night, and there was no real plan other than I liked. It was something I discovered I was good at, but I didn't really have a plan in terms of like how I would make my living.
0: You weren't doing shows or anything at I that was time. doing
1: like a couple shows. You had a place called the Roxy. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there was a Roxy in Chicago.
1: Yeah, on Fullerton. And then uh, places called uh, Sheffields, think, kind of
0: uh Is it a bar? Yeah, it's a yeah, bar yeah. place on School Street. Yep, yep. We were
1: in the back of that place. And then we were in the back of restaurants and uh, places like that. Basement cafes in Wicker Park. So kind of did shows all over improv olympic annoyance theater so i did this in high you know. school or this no is no no college. this is, is after college? college when i moved to when i moved downtown to uh pursue psychology i did it for like a year and a half and I, I was doing comedy at night so i was kind of having two jobs i really was trying i was living two lives for a moment in my life i'm like i had this Job, where I was a part of the nursing staff in a psych ward, and then at night I was writing <laughs> sketches and staying out raising hell and staying out way. too Wouldn't late.
0: one of those jobs actually feed the other job? If <laughs> it sounds like it would, you're in a psych ward.
1: You would hope so, <laughs> right? You would hope so, but it did not uh last. And then I took a trip to uh Europe for like three or four month, three months, and I figured out. I tried to have my like meditative, like all right, what do I what want I to do, do with do? my life, yeah. like I. I really need to get my act together. And I came back and I was more focused and I pursued comedy. And then I got some breaks
0: and, and there you go. And just built,
1: tried to whatever be funny.
0: <laughs> I guess it yeah. worked, but <clears throat> you met a lot of cool people. Matt Besser was one of those guys. Um, uh, who are some of the guys that you kind of started doing comedy with early on?
1: Well, the Chicago people I'm tight with are like Horatio Sands. He yeah. and I, toured with Second City.
0: I'm trying to get him on here. I've been begging him and his uh because he has a podcast, Horatio. Yeah. He's very yeah. funny guy. Yeah. So he you was, guys you guys did stuff together. Yeah, we
1: toured we toured the west coast of America and we stayed in like not great hotels and we were in we were in a town where the lights went out because of a snowstorm and we uh <laughs> Yeah, we had some fun times and we would always do mechanical pranks where we would come into a theater in a town like Des Moines or Rockford or up in Oregon, you know, wherever we were in the country. And it was pretty stunning because you got to go in these old vaudeville homes, like these places where maybe the Marx Brothers or right. like Ethel Merman sang, or like I don't know, like old, beautiful, and not in giant cities like Chicago, outside Chicago, but like every, seemingly every city in America had a pretty classy live venue you know what i mean yeah so it was neat to see uh i don't know be enter into history that's cool i think that's really cool like going going to stages and then understanding the legacy of the performers that were there or just you know there's great delight in that i found no it's awesome yeah Yeah. are you kidding
0: that's really cool yeah but even before the the comedy days one thing i read which i thought was interesting is that your dad made you kick up money to him that's true I thought that was the funniest thing. It's like you know, that's now, not funny. That's real. No, there were no, seven no, no. children. No, it's. I mean, it's not funny, but it's funny in the sense of like nowadays. It's like p- kids are like whether they expect allowance or they just get their credit card or whatever. Or they get their cell phone at a young age. <laughs> you were kicking up the dad because you needed to help pay for There's things. A lot of miles to feed, sort Un- of in the beginning. You had yeah, se- seven kids. Yeah. So how did and that- then it
1: stayed stayed that way throughout our lives, where we would help pay for whatever. I don't know how how long. I guess after. Once I was in high school, I guess it was my money. Like once I got probably like th- in high school, it was my money. But I had jobs since I was like in sixth grade. where newspaper, newspaper, like penny saver ads where you throw them. I have a great memory of me pulling my little sister because I didn't want to go out by myself. And uh, she sat in the back of a wagon and you just delivered back in the day, which they still kind of do. They were like shopper coupon yeah, magazines. Yeah. And I got paid a penny of paper <laughs> as a little boy wow that's that cool. was pretty and like that was like in the new subdivision like chicago stopped being chicago i still had friends in chicago but i was in the suburbs now and it used to be rural it used to be farms like when i moved to some of the remnant farms that existed in like downer's grove etc uh there was still like a farm or two peppered throughout you know wow. which was interesting to see when i yeah. think of
0: downer's grove i don't think of farms
1: no, there wasn't much left. It it quickly went away pretty quickly, but that was kind of neat to see. And then, uh, and then it was just like suburban uh, explosion. You know, all mm-hmm. of a sudden there was just everyone was living there. Mm-hmm. So, but that was my experience of like moving to the suburbs. And then,
0: but I, even yeah. even the city, even the suburbs though, I mean people. You know how it is. Like when you meet somebody, and they're, I'm from Chicago, and then Chicagoans. If you're in the city, people are like, "Are you actually from Chicago?" And they're like, "I'm from Donners Grove." But outside of here, like, you know what I'm saying? But outside of here, like out here, if someone said they're from Donners Grove, it's like, "Oh my God, you're my you're my neighbor." Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I don't know. At least in LA, I feel like we we gravitate heavily towards. I always tell everybody who sits in that seat. I'm like, I didn't meet you, but like we're, we were friends before you walked in. I was like, I I know that you've had to deal with snow. Okay, we got it, and like. We all had to, like, you know, claim our parking spot. We got yeah. it. Did you have any hotspots, even when you were in high school, where, like, you go into the city and be like, I'm going there. Like, that's where, that's that's my Chicago place. Or maybe when you go back. Yeah, I guess during
1: high school, we used to go downtown. We would go to Greektown and sure. see uh, what was going on there. And then, uh, I don't know. Like, Chicago, to me, was the decision to live there was right when I graduated college. I'd met these guys, who were uh, performers too. I was taking like improv classes many moons ago in in the city, Mm -hmm. and they had all moved into like an apartment. And so we were gonna just try to make a go of it as a sketch group, like right out of college. So these are like friends I'd met. I'm like, I'll do that. And so I still had my real job, which was a psych ward. (laughs) So I was doing two things at once.
0: Where were you living? Where specifically?
1: Addison and uh, Halstead, right above... Like, oh, dude. Right became, by Ridley. Yeah. I was... I What was... became a Thai restaurant beneath us, and then they turned the heat off early, and it was, like, dusty, and... <laughs> it was probably a Did it different. smell good? <laughs> no, it wasn't stinky. It was more cold and probably way too dusty.
0: <laughs> Did you know that you were going to go into directing, even when you were doing comedy and acting? I always
1: wanted more, I guess, Just
0: influence control? and control. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Like, but it's, it's a lot of work. And so oh, when I undertake directing, it's like, that's a lot of work.
0: No, but it's But it's very fulfilling, too. It but, is very fulfilling. It's the know. most, I guess,
1: I mean, acting's really fun, actually. Yes, I do love sense. acting and improvising uh, and writing comedy. I get great delight out of that as well.
0: No, that's awesome. And I I, no. I, I saw the, uh, it was Under the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. That was, uh, you didn't direct that, but that was. No, we uh, were
1: uh, kind of writing it at night and we were very, I was a producer on it yeah. and uh, that was a delight to do. And it, it, it was, was a, really it fun. Was a Judith goof. was great,
0: yeah, yeah dude. And uh, David Wayne is is a pseudo buddy, um, in in the sense if I email back and forth with him once in a while, if he sees my face, he may or may not know who was emailing back and forth with him. But he is. Wet Hot American Summer is what I grew up. I like that was one of my favorite movies of all time. And, um, but to be honest, dude, he put you on stuff, and I'm not even kidding. Like, you you're nowadays people see you, and they think beep. I go straight to role models. I go straight to being, you know, from The Hangover. It's funny, but uh, you've played all these goofy roles um, for so many years, and it's like, I do you know, I didn't know originally you were from Chicago, and then I found out, and I was like, okay, makes sense. He's that good. Uh, (laughs) Take take the
1: credit. He's only good if he's from Chicago. Yeah, I know. It's
0: just it it is one of those things where there's just there's a lot of pride for like it. You know, um, it is
1: funny to like ponder the regional influence of growing up in a place like Chicago. Because it is like, uh, it's a fa- you know, I should have brought that. I just read another, like there's like Devil in the White City is a good book about mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm, and then there's mm-hmm. another one like that covers Chicago up until like 1900. And I forget the name of that. But it's a really good Chicago book. But just how it was, I guess the second city, well, like Second City, but it was like the industrial center of the country, and it was like fur trading, and it was an intersection of culture. There were like well, people fur, of color, and of there course. were like well, there's the meatpacking
0: uh, plants, all that stuff. Every-
1: Before that, though, like even in like the 1600s when it was still kind of like 1600s. wild. Oh, yeah. sure. wow, and 1700s, yeah, that era, too. Huh, so it always had like something going on.
0: Jonathan Kite who was here. He was in, he's in Two Broke Girls, he's uh, the chef in Two Broke Girls. Um, he was like, What are the four stars for? I I didn't know at the time. And now, do you know it? Yeah,
1: it's like Fort Dearborn, the Chicago Fire, uh, World's Exposition, and Columbia Exposition, whatever it was called.
0: Yep. Do you go back? Do you ever bring your kids there? Do you ever say, like, hey, let's go check out my old stomping grounds, or no?
1: Yeah, I have. I've tortured them with that. Come (laughs) see my old house. No. Is
0: your your family there still? Yeah,
1: my mom is there. I have, my mother's still out in the Willowbrook area, and my... uh, Brother is in Darien, and I have two sisters in LaGrange and another in Naperville. So we're peppered. The Walsh's are peppered throughout the <laughs> western suburbs of Chicago. That's cool, stuff. though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's
0: cool to kind of. I mean, I still have this. Well, same we thing. did our
1: first Christmas. We went back for Chicago Christmas. So we're California people now. And that was a big ordeal. Good or uh, bad? Uh, it was. It was good, actually. I think it was good. We didn't get the snow, which would have been the quintessential moment. Was it
0: this? Yeah. This oh, no, we did too. We were yeah. there as well. Yeah. It yeah. was weird because yeah. it got hot. Yeah. It was hot that when we came in. Thank you, global warming. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Yeah. But but, uh, but they went and it was just, was it, was it just drama or was it just uh, what?
1: Uh, I think having to move Santa's presence with you. like You needed uh. to bring some more packing than you normally would. My little... The two boys probably don't believe, but the youngest girl still does. Oh, so there's like planning, bring the stockings. I think it's your uprooting a a routine. I don't think we'll do it again, ultimately. But I love my mom. My mom lives there, and my wife's like, "All right, let's do it." Like she's she's game. It's a lot. No, it's I mean, but we're good for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because (laughs) it works every time, pretty much. Low maintenance. Do you do it here? Good food. No, it's Chicago. That's the trip. Chicago, play football, eat, watch football. the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Take a hike in the morning with the family, go out in the wilderness. It's great.
0: What happens when you go to a Jewel Osco out there? People ever pick you up and go, oh, there's that guy. Hey, Billy. Hey, hey Billy, look, it's, uh, what's a Veep? uh, You know, the guy who makes uh, the coffee. I I don't know. You ever get that? And they just don't know your name. Do I get recognized? Yeah.
1: Uh... (laughs) You're on that show, uh, The Veep, right? The 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 Veep. You're on Veep. You got the the
0: girl Elaine. You're with Elaine.
1: Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Welcome to O'Hare's airports.
0: Plural. Green curbs
1: for unloading and unloading only.
0: Do you have places that you hang out otherwise? Like, do you go to different restaurants when you're with your kids? And you're like, no, you got to check this out because that's what I do. Anybody who comes from out of town is not used to it, I'm like, all right, here's where we're going. We're going to these hot spots. I can I can go through my list. What are your hotspots?
1: In LA or in Chicago? Chicago. Uh, I can't claim to have a hot spot because what we end up doing, unfortunately, is uh, we spend a lot of time parked out seeing all... Not unfortunately, like in a good way. We're central to like LaGrange and everything so we can see all the family. So I don't get downtown ever. Gotcha. I don't see You're any... You're in the burbs. We're in the, the burbs. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Got it. It's fun though. We have a lot of... If we go to like... I don't know. It's very normal. Like we go to like uh kid play places where the kids can run around and climb on got ropes it. courses. You're
0: living my life is what you're saying. I yeah. got, it. <laughs> got it. But I like
1: it. And usually get pizza. We end up I used to work at a pizza joint called Papa Paceros in I've Westmont. Heard, I've heard of Papa Paceros. Yeah. And good? Uh, good I was pizza? a waiter. It is good. Get my I'm always like get it real thin or extra thin and then get a side of hot jardinere. And sometimes, you, if you want to go aggressive, you can go like sliced beef, or you can go like just like the Italian beef. You put that on there, which is pretty decadent. But the hot chardonnay just changes the whole equation. Just once you're eating the pizza with a little hot chardonnay, hmm. it's pretty incredible.
0: Is is your wife as or much or sausage mushroom? Well, sausage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sausage. You gotta have the sausage. Yeah. No, but that's uh, is your, is your wife? Uh, you guys both. You guys are meat eaters. You guys aren't. Uh, Vegan, there's so many people, you know. I people are changing.
1: No, it's good, and we all need to wake up to like plant life. I agree. <laughs> I do eat more vegetables, probably because my wife, but I still eat meat and I still eat beef and uh chicken and fish, and I try to exercise. But yeah,
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you have three kids, I know what it's like. Yeah, trust me. Uh, it's it's not easy. Uh, by no, but I, mean, I would
1: love to be. And hopefully next time if I come on your show again, I'll be eating much less meat. Because I do see the sense in it. <laughs> he like it comes
0: back half the size. It's like mass
1: protein. Well, just eat plant protein and
0: drink smoothies. Dude, well no, I, I actually was just talking to my wife about that yesterday. When I have a smoothie, it actually fills me up all right. Uh I go to the gym, get a smoothie, and like I'm good. But the problem is, depending on where you go, like you can't you can't for me at least, you can't really go to Jamba. Jamba juice, yeah. It's not really the healthiest version of smoothies. The, no, some some a lot of sugar, okay. yes. A lot of sugar. Exactly. Yeah. No, there are a couple of places that there's a there's like an earth bar. I like that place. Um Earth lot. Cafe or earth, earth Bar? No, it's Earth Bar. No, okay. Earth not not the U, the EA. Okay. Um if you go to, do you go to a gym or do you belong to do gym out here? Uh, where do
1: I go? I have a trainer. I go to a woman in uh, Van Nuys. Oh, nice. She turned her garage into a little tiny gym. Yeah,
0: I used to go to a trainer in Studio City, somebody's garage. Yeah, but I have a bad back. Uh oh. Yeah. Now I'm like on a bike most of the time because, in you know, honestly, there's two things I have to take care of. When I'm, I don't know how it is when you're home. I don't know. Do you write mostly at night or are you writing during the day? when you when you were good working. question
1: lately my rhythm is it changes but lately my rhythm is is try to get up before the kids are up and then so it's five o'clock yeah like 5 30 or <laughs> 5 30 to 6 30 would be like a quick sneak depending yeah how, how much six would be amazing but somewhere in there right for an hour and then i've been trying to meditate which is actually sort of
0: good for you dude
1: yeah. You, and My you, wife and I did it together. It was good. We've done it a few days in a row. Huh. It's like a neat uh you know just sit quietly and monitor your breath and I don't have a mantra but I think centering and monitoring the breath and it's good.
0: No, it's cool that you do that. I I feel like maybe it's cuz I have little kids right now I'm like if I try to meditate someone's going to wake up and needs to you, go pee or something. Well, you'd like, have to get up before, yeah. Everybody else?
1: Oh, there's so many. We have like three we have two dogs. Oh my god. Three children. It's two a busy dogs, home.
0: Too. That's a, by the way. That's the reason I don't have. And a dog. I have
1: dog duty in the morning. I'm the I'm I, I let them out in the yard. Oh
0: my god. I feed them. Whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's a ritual. One dog I've accidentally trained that she won't eat her breakfast outside. She'll only eat it in the house. <laughs> so if I leave two bowls out, the other dog, Sarah, who's fat uh, and eats anything, he'll just gobble two bowls right away. He'll go right to Did both. Did you say of Sarah? Them. So Sarah's a boy. Sarah's a boy. Huh? Yeah.
0: Was that a conscious, obviously choice there? The
1: kid's named Sarah uh they boy the boys named him they thought he was a boy but also they were watching some cartoon at the time that had a character named sarah so yeah interesting yeah
0: but no that's my kids haven't asked too much for the dog thing i grew up with dogs there's so much work it's 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 another kid yeah and i just so you basically have five kids right now
1: a little bit yeah
0: and you write in the morning and you don't write you're not writing at night
1: uh i could probably edit a little bit i could probably edit i could go through stuff and just kind of clean up but i couldn't like write creatively build something sure. i feel like in the morning lately if i if i don't get it done by like noon there's no way i'm probably gonna write Gotcha. that's just lately you know
0: no yeah. and, and by the way i know it changes i wanted to ask you when did you kind of know this is gonna hit a you're either your big break and b when you realize like okay I'm not going to have to do psychology. Like I think the
1: demarcation was like making a living. I got paid by Second City to tour uh with their touring company and they paid you no money, but there was money. And, and it was enough. a willingness to be poor at that point. <laughs> Once I started touring with Second City, it was like a willingness to be poor partially. And then you <laughs> like any trade, you learn, you pick up skills and you get better and you uh do as much as you can and you uh become better at it. It's an art form, you know. You you understand your craft and your voice and uh try to stay at the top of your game as much as you can.
0: That's awesome. What was the first big I mean, was it was it hangover? What was the first big movie that you think that when people started noticing like or whether it be that, you know, an agent manager like, oh wow Uh
1: a Todd Phillips movie called or for me, uh Road Trip.
0: Oh of course. Yeah course yeah
1: and that was uh to me I was doing second, S- not Second
0: City you have been a lot of Todd Phillips films
1: yes I was doing uh UCB had a sketch show on Comedy Central and I was just starting to do stuff for The Daily Show so it was like whatever 2000 or something yeah 1999 yeah long time ago
0: Todd did you ever call me you're like you're you're doing serious pictures now you didn't call me <laughs> I did not. Do you still talk to any of the Chicago people that uh, you... Come I am all know, Bobby. There were like five of... Uh, uh, Julia, there was uh, uh, Gary Cole. Yes. Uh, uh, Kevin Dunn. Yes. Um, Julia did time there. She went yep, to Northwestern yep, and worked with yep.
1: the theater company, her yep. and her husband. And I feel the like there was, was like her. one or
0: two more. But there's uh, a ton. You guys still kind of have that like talk about back in the day kind of thing? Or do you guys still keep in touch with... Just in general,
1: the Veep folks, yeah, yeah, I do. I keep in touch with uh, Tim Simon's lived in Chicago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I keep in touch with him. Reed was on a show that was about Chicago, My Boys. Yes, yes. There's a real, there's a real Chicago pedigree to our show. That's awesome. And Anna Klumsky. Yes. is an Oak Park girl. Yes, uh, by the she's way, she's very Chicago. I oh dis- my god! I
0: discovered that's a funny thing. She's dis- so Chicago. I discovered I didn't even know. I yeah. I grew up watching My Girl, you know, with with uh, Macaulay Coken. Yeah, and uh, I didn't even know. And she was awesome in Veep. Yeah, it was great. She's really talented. She's yeah. Amazing. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do a little newsflash.
1: Anna Klumsky's is talented.
0: <laughs> I, I think everybody else is like, we we got it. We know she's she's phenomenal. Um, Hi, hey, Anna, if you're watching. Yes. Hello. <laughs> oh yeah. Oak Mark, Park. Mark, baby. Mark
1: wants you to do his show. I worked at a pizza <laughs> place, Pacino's. Oh, I've heard of Pacino's. On, I was a delivery guy in Chicago far as this wealthy famous man you see before you <laughs> i was delivering pizzas Where, where's with like, uh, all sorts of people making a living doing whatever and uh they had a solid uh deep dish pizza like a spinach deep dish Where is this P- located? Pacino's was right on like lincoln in lincoln park uh
0: is this still around
1: oh yeah i bet it is
0: i feel like i've heard
1: of it armitage maybe North of Armitage, Webster? Maybe like Lincoln and Webster.
0: I know where that is. Okay.
1: Um, but yeah. Huh. I used to deliver for them for a year. In the snow.
0: Oh dude. Uh, I, I can only imagine.
1: Cold. Do you like being cold? No. Exactly. I you were a Oddly flannel. though, yeah. Oddly though, I despise too much sun almost as much as too much cold. Like there's, there's, sometimes, <laughs> there's sometimes when it's spoiling. so bright in California that it's just sunny. And hot from like eleven to five, <laughs> that sometimes is too much. But the cold is the worst because in California, you can run around, you can go hiking well, in January, you can play golf or tennis, which or, is yeah. amazing. Yeah. And it's thank small, you, global warming. Yeah,
0: exactly. You have a podcast. It used to be called Bear Down. Correct. Now it's UCB. It's sports and leisure.
1: I don't even do it. You should. I should update my Wikipedia because I don't do it anymore. I haven't done it. I've listened to a a while. I listened to a couple episodes, older
0: episodes when it was still called Bear Down, because I was just kind of curious when how the uh, Chicago thing is. But uh, I wanted to do a little segment with you if you don't mind. Uh, It's Bears trivia with no wrong answers or right answers. Okay. First question: Ditka's mustache has how many bristles? Come on, uh, come on! You can get this.
1: I guess to the corners would be. I guess yeah. All right. I don't know. I'll say a uh, thousand nine hundred.
0: I think. I think you're close. You've got to be. All right. Um, well, but, I got one right. Yeah. No. Ding. You did it. Oh, okay. Sound effect. Uh gets decapitated. Whom during his days as a bear? I think
1: it was Tom Landry's uh, mother.
0: There you go. I, <laughs> I, I was going to accept that, or really anybody, because okay. he just he lives out here. Do you know that?
1: Yeah, I do. I, I never his, saw his uh, grandson w- goes to my kid's school. Oh wow! I almost got to meet him, and I missed, I missed the birthday party that they were all going to. It was unfortunate. <laughs> I met him once. I gave him a ride when I worked at Second City. I gave him a ride uh, from the airport to Second City.
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I picked him up. Re- reset it. H- why did that happen?
1: Second City was filming like a sports bar type pilot, and they got like Chicago athletes like Buttkiss and Willie Gall to be in it. So they flew him out. And they were gonna film it like a variety show. Gotcha. And make a pilot, and you got and, to drive him. And I was in the business area, or it was a sold event. I don't know exactly what the show was, but they're like, "Who wants to pick Dick pick Dick, Dick Buckus up from the uh, airport?" I'm like, "I do." I literally heard it coming out of a door in an office. What was like, that
0: conversation like? He was. Uh, he seems pretty tough as Nails.
1: Well, he's. I didn't talk to him too much. I was very like respectful, <laughs> but he said something funny about him not doing color commentary anymore because the McCaskies are so cheap or oh. WGN was so cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something funny like that.
0: When I was a kid, my my aunt took me, she used to try to take me to any Bears thing she can forget. Wicks Furniture had like an open house or whatever it was to try to get people through. Richard Dent was signing autographs, okay? Mm. and and
1: That's a good one. I had his
0: action figure and all. I have all his football cards because he played it up until 92, 93, whatever it was. So I'm in line and I'm getting all excited I get up right to him, and I gave him a football card, and I don't, I blacked out. I don't even know what happened. All I know is that my aunt, I start walking away. My, aunt, my, my aunt's like, what happened? I was like, what do you mean, what happened? Like, you didn't answer his question. Like, what question? He asked you where you got your football card of him. I was like, he did? He actually asked me a question? And I just, I'm just walking away, just sad. I, I froze in front of my man Richard Dent. How funny! I was just so funny, like you know. You were, were you say, so intimidated? I you are ge- so I, like you ge- was your hero. I, well, was just you froze up. I was seven, eight, you know, or whatever it was. I have again, you know. You look at these football cards, like they're your they're gods to you, you know, or whatever right. it was. And I, maybe I didn't even hear him. I don't know, but I just remember walking away and she, her, my aunt asking me, "How come?" She was like angry at me because that line was long. I do remember standing there. He didn't talk to anybody. He was just signing things, quick. <laughs> he asked me a question. Till this day, he's probably still like, Dumbass. <laughs> 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 <You know?
1: laughs> oh, Richard. I think he got over it. Oh,
0: I, and I you know, he's probably like that one seven-year-old white kid. <laughs> fucked, fucked it up. Uh, okay, next question. Here we go. Dick Duran smiled when this happened. Uh, when the...
1: Uh, Big Top Bears Band was uh, finished when they stopped having the Big Top Bears Band in the South End Zone. I went to Bears games as a young man with my dad, which is partially why I'm very bonded to that team because I have great memories of me and my dad or him and like buddies going to a Bear game. And I always remember the Big Top... I think it was called the Bear Band. Google that, would you? South End Zone Live Bears Band history, maybe. But... And then my friend Jim Underdown was in it for a while. He would play like percussion and help set it up. So he got <laughs> to be on the field. That's kind of cool. Yeah.
0: Were you going to mostly in the eighties, nineties?
1: Yeah. I saw Peyton. Oh man. So late. Seventies, eighties. Saw him a lot. Saw a lot of games.
0: That. All I remember because my dad passed. I, I used to have great memories, but he passed right when I finished college but he you know we we went to a couple we went to games you know sports games when we were young when I was younger and i remember he'd always talk about you'd be like sweetness let me tell you a story about sweetness uh, he he stopped on the side of the road to help some guy with a flat tire that's who he was that's what my dad told me that is the number one story i remember about walter, walter payton. payton wow more than the, i've seen so many clips i know all that stuff but that and i was like That's all I needed to know, you know?
1: That's so Chicago. Yeah,
0: I know. It is. But I, um, it's the same way I felt, you know, Kobe who just passed. um, There's a video of him directing traffic during an accident recently. Really? Like a month ago. Isn't that crazy? And there's like video of like there's a crash and he just gets out and I I said to my, my friend told me originally when I, before I looked it up, it's like, you want it to, you want to keep traffic moving you don't send kobe right in the middle of la traffic like, yeah oh, exactly alive. exactly or just completely shut down yeah a, a couple more come on we could do this we could do this let uh, me ask you a couple questions go uh
1: favorite mayor
0: well out of the years richard daly is the only you can one. go
1: anywhere any you can go through the all history if you oh, want all you, right if you wanted to who's the one you could treat it like a president you can say because my favorite president is harry truman
0: it you is. Know.
1: Yeah, well, used to be. I don't know if it is now, but as a kid it was.
0: Hmm. Who is the who uh, the who there's a library named after one mayor for us, Chicago. Harold Washington. Harold Washington. Yeah. I'll give it to him. Okay. Before his replacements, William Perry's front teeth could fit how many actual refrigerators?
1: 0. <laughs> That's a trick question.
0: Yes it is. <laughs> Jay Cutler is considered what in Bears history in your opinion?
1: hmm biggest douche <laughs> do you like him at all uh, he was good but he's his personality is awful and I, I wouldn't seemingly want to be a teammate of that
0: guy yeah that's the way i felt but he had he was a gunslinger he just he just couldn't get he it he had together. some great
1: years oh my god when you had brandon marshall and him oh my a, god or Alshon when Alshon oh,
0: was lighting it up oh, with him sad- oh my god sadly that had to be that was
1: the bad. rare departure from like a
0: defensive-minded city yeah. Well, before like, to, like that offense can score. Do you remember before that? Like the only memory I had of a good uh, like wide receiver was a like, Curtis Conway. We didn't have there we had was like, Marty Booker uh, who Marty would do Wo- a button hook yeah, and get Marty, hammered on the head. But, and, but Marty Booker still wasn't. Yeah. Like like Alshon Jeffery is like the quintessential wide receiver. And of course, didn't he? He won a Super Bowl with the the Eagles. Eagles.
1: Yeah.
0: I was so happy for him. By yeah. the way. Um, Devin Hester is faster than these three things. Kinko's, <laughs> these are the answers that I wanted. Come on, uh, <laughs> Blair
1: Witch sequels, <laughs> and uh, the Democratic nomination process. Who's your favorite Chicago stand up comic? Or I know guys like uh, Jimmy Dore and Brian McCann, I saw them perform. Yeah,
0: no, I've uh, I've 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 never, I've never seen him perform. Jimmy Pardo, of course. Yeah, of course. My favorite stand-up comic. I mean,
1: you don't have to say. You don't I don't want you to alienate any friends. But no, 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 no. Okay, so like a regularly, did yeah. you see? Did you see stand-up in Chicago?
0: Very little. Very I, little. I, you know who I saw that actually Jimmy's friends of that I saw at Second City that I was a big fan of, and I got to kind of slightly work with Brad Morris. Morris. You know Brad Morris? I have I for a short time I worked with Brad for something, and I saw him at Whole Foods out here once. Yeah, he he went bald, and I was like, I, yeah. To be completely honest, I, I was like, did he go through cancer or something no. like that? No, he didn't. But like, I went. I remember, I remember Brad. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I'm scanning through my like his Instagram, and it's like, oh my god, is he okay? Uh, <laughs> trust me, I lost my ear, too. Sorry, Brad. But no, uh, I worked at a post house in Chicago when I just finished. Or, doing internships and he was there and i remember seeing him in second city and he was awesome and i remember thinking that guy's gonna be fucking awesome yeah and he is he He he's uh he he kind of lived for most of what i've seen is more commercial work um than a lot more shows i'm i'm surprised in a way that he hasn't blown up even more but he i actually
1: write things with him he's like a writing partner oh shit i'm very close with brad he's the best bring
0: him on he he was i mean maybe he'll remember me from the chicago days but he was a Super nice guy and very. very Is like Sebastian Miniscalco,
1: the Chicago comic. Isn't he a Chicago guy? I met him at the Chicago yes. parade. Uh, I got to do in the. I got to be. In he's the kind of blown up parade. a little bit now. He's a very successful he, yes, comic.
0: Yes, um, I haven't met him yet. Okay, I have more Chicago actors than I do have comics. Like yeah. you know, I. I was a ghost Vince Buster. Vaughn Vince Vaughn, um, go, more on Jerry me, but, Piven Jeremy Piven I've seen numerous times at Bill the Murray Actory. Bill Murray is probably Old school Probably my number one Yeah though, Because I grew up as a Ghostbuster kid Yeah And Bill Murray was like My fucking idol While
1: like well, you're fixated and, there No yeah.
0: But um, but no Jeremy Piven That was actually my You know When people asked me Originally when I was Starting this thing Like who do you want Jerry like, Cole Get, 100% I would say Gary one Cole one of
1: my Favorite Chicago actors Fucking love Gary Bill Cole Bill Peterson
0: who's bill peterson he was in
1: uh one movie that's probably too way back for you to remember but to live and die in la Check that, that out he was the hero in that or the lead in that huh and he was also in uh like csi or one of those shows he ran was CSI. bill peterson
0: there's one guy no he had like a one he did a one season of a very famous show called like the
1: no that's david caruso I think Caru- I think
0: yes how, how did you know?
1: It's a... Well done. Cultural memory that yeah. we all share. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, but Piven... Um, Piven, for some reason, I... I, I mean, it honestly, it wasn't even an entourage for me. Hmm. He... Have you ever seen a movie called uh, Family Man? The family Man? Who's in it? Nicolas Cage. It's a really good family movie. You should watch it okay. with your kids. Jeremy Piven played the best friend. I always wanted to t- tell Jeremy this because... He Grew up in Evanston. I grew up in Rogers Park. Like, I knew somebody he used to date, whatever. But, like, to me, Entourage was cool. That role, when I watched him, I was like, That's you. He, he was, he was a very, he was funny, but he was very sentimental. It, did you watch Entourage? Do you ever see any episodes? Oh, yeah. I saw a bunch of Entourage. So, what I liked mostly about that, his character, not when he was an asshole. And a lot of like real estate agents that I've seen, the, like, I love when he was like that. I didn't care about that when he was with his wife and his kids like that's real like to me you know what i'm saying and uh yeah i don't know so i've seen him at uh, the laugh factory a few times and uh haven't got a chance to meet him yet but that was uh that was one person
1: did you go through uh places like the annoyance or improv olympic when you were coming up or no. learning about comedy no Never? i mean I, I i watched the shows. i yeah. went to
0: improv olympic i went to um second, uh, city. second city of course okay. I, I, I saw all those shows um and I've always kind of went into comedy. I just, as an actor, I for some I never I never took classes, and I think I don't know why, because I've done acting and I really love. I'm trying to do more of it now. Um, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I did <laughs> like my claim to fame was I did reenactments for uh, decoding the past, the Kabbalah on the History Channel. I was like, oh. that g- I did like the reenactment shit. Sure. I, it was so funny. Like sure. that was like my fun moment. Um, sure. John Mulaney. Did you know he was from?
1: I did. i read that up since he came out of New York UCB actually, yeah. I, but I didn't really know him.
0: By the way, if anyone doesn't know, you're one of the founding fathers of UCB. Yeah. And there's like a, there's like seven of them or whatever on the country. Five of them. some ridiculous. There's four of us. No, no. Not the people who made it. How many there are? There's a few. theaters? Yes. Oh,
1: there's not four. There's three.
0: Oh, okay. I thought there was more. Why did I think there's, there was one?
1: There's uh, one in New York, and there's two in Los Angeles, both in Hollywood.
0: By the way, that is. Don't you feel like, if nothing else, all your movies, whatever you you establish something that is people have gone to for years to, to educate themselves. It's it's so cool. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It is. I met. I was there the other day for something, and I met two guys who were taking like an intensive class and one guy was from South Africa and one guy was from Canada Hmm. and I thought that's pretty cool I like that there's a place that they care enough to come to to learn you Hmm. know yeah no it's
0: amazing it's amazing I mean do you ever go there and teach and speak
1: no not really no I uh I taught a class on character I guess two months ago was the last time I taught but I don't really teach anymore it's uh but I did, I taught one, uh, whatever, on character, how to build character, how to uh, create sketch characters, how to uh, play that point of view, you know, I, I, I can teach that
0: well. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you've done enough of them. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you've done a lot of characters. Um, and you've worked with a lot of awesome people too, which probably also helps to rub shoulders and like kind of figure out, I mean, that's that's what I've always discovered is like you just start hanging out with these people and you're like, oh, dude, I, you learn things from that here and there, and then you kind of apply it and teach that along the way, too. Mm-hmm. helps as a director, that's for sure. Yeah, um, I would think so. Steve Walsh.
1: Yeah, my Steve. cousin. I have a cousin, Steve Walsh.
0: Was he the quarterback, Steve Walsh? No, no. That's what I always wanted to know, because no. like, you love the Bears so much. Was there an Walsh's actual are
1: like Walsh's are like dirt. They're everywhere. Right. <laughs> Is that
0: They're what everywhere. you tell everybody? Yeah. What do you what do you tell people if they say they want to get into this? They're from Chicago, or, or they're just really interested in entertainment. What what's 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 Matt Walsh's advice on all this?
1: Oh my God! If you're if you want a career in entertainment, I say uh, go for it. Uh, <laughs> that's save that's- I and I but I would say there are many wonderful careers in entertainment. It's not just being an actor, but there's artists who paint the sets. There's artists who make the clothes. There's sound artists who capture who live invisibly inside your fiction and you can't even see them poke their microphones in there's obviously visual artists like from the dp to the dp assist you know to all those departments there's teamsters so there's a lot of uh careers inside entertainment so beyond acting obviously so do you say yeah
0: do you have any regrets or, or wish you would have done something different that now you look back you're like man it would have been cool if I knew this before I did something else yeah I mean I
1: suppose you're always hoped you know at a younger age you would have like been more focused or something but I don't have any moment in my life where I'm like blew that and I I can't walk away from it that I like I don't know there's many like in terms of like defeats there's a billion defeats there's always things you didn't get or there's moments that didn't go your way for every actor, I think. Sure. Or pitches that don't go well or whatever. So uh, you mostly just keep keep the good ones and keep pushing.
0: Are your kids, do they, do they look up and they say, I want to do what you do?
1: I have one son who might like doing it uh, performing-wise, yeah. But uh, the other two I don't feel have expressed an interest in any way, no. no. I remember I was talking to this... My new best friend, Lisa Freeman. Hello, Lisa, if you're listening at Northern Illinois. President of Northern Illinois. Shout out to Lisa Freeman. (laughs) Uh,
0: She's she's so happy right now. Big
1: football head. Uh, But my English teacher at Northern, because I was an English minor, psych major, said you could become an expert on anything. Like you could become the uh, expert on the Yates poem the first stanza of kublai khan or whatever like you could literally stake out it was like an interesting like intellectual property idea that was like you could be the world's foremost scholar on a very small expertise yes in literature yes which i thought was very interesting
0: but you could like there you people, could yeah
1: but it would have to be of interest to be of note it can't just be like <laughs> i'm the master of the dickens title
0: right i've eaten so many cheeseburgers at mcdonald's i am the cheapest burger master yeah right? like you can't do that but yeah I, but no no I, I i i always found that as well but the other thing is like okay if that's you have to be you have to really take pride in the fact that that is what you you have done that's like your life's work right there
1: and it also just made me think of like how academia works like sure you know when everyone's making papers like you're if you're truly discovering new information in a new field, then you are in fact the world's expert on that thing. So if it is niche, but it is also true. Like if you're doing cutting-edge research, or you know physics. I don't know. It's interesting.
0: What have What have you got coming up? What have, anything going on that we should know?
1: i mean, in a uh, podcast fictional series. It's like a ten-part episode I did with uh, Kevin Bacon. And it's called. I think it's the last degree of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's Spotify is promoting it. And Funny or Die. Good for so you. So keep an ear out for that for your listeners. That's that's great. And let me know if you like it. Um, <laughs> that's like the.
0: Kevin.
1: Yeah, that's like the latest thing right now. Does
0: he have just a bunch of actors, or you, how many? How's it working? Scripted, I assume.
1: Yeah, loosely scripted. Loosely scripted, and then you go over it. Uh, we never really had four actors. It was mostly me and him, and then his wife came through. And then uh, there were times I wasn't there. Uh, gotcha.
0: It was small. It was small then. It was, it was like small. A small. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. Well, with that title, I'm thinking like you're gonna have all these people thinking like having some sort of degree of separation from him with cameos and such. But
1: no spoilers. I, I don't want to ruin oh, okay, it for okay, you. Okay. Okay. A pure, but, a pure journey could be much more enjoyable. But
0: I. You're in all these episodes for the most part. You're, yes, you're having, I am. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm, the, so,
1: I'm a stalker. So sorts. check
0: that out on Spotify. Where can people find you with social media and stuff like that?
1: Uh, I'm on Instagram, and I think I'm on Twitter at the same handle, Mr. Matt Walsh. Wonderful. And I don't have a blog. So if somebody says something narrow-minded and they have a blog, it's not me.
0: <laughs> Is there another Matt Walsh out there that's saying yeah. something? Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. Well, dude, Matt, thanks so much. And, Thank you. Uh, this was lovely. Dude. Really Shia spora.
1: I'm going to stick with Shia spora.
0: <laughs> Guys, if you go to the uh, the the pharmacy, you can just ask for Shia Do you say Shiaspora now? If there have been people who have said it, I'm you know I'm just going to change it. Let's just do that.
1: Shia spora.
0: <laughs> the greatest dude. Thanks so much, and uh, go ahead check out this episode, and uh, we'll talk to you later, buddy. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you.